Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Cowboy. Mm. We've got a Super Bowl matchup. Eagles-Chiefs, February 12th. We're going to recap both the conference championship games with Chris Kyle and Macon today. We'll talk the biggest plays, the gutsiest performances, rookies and vets stepping up and showing out, fans bringing their A game, and referees coming under fire. Chris had a great weekend in Philly. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about our winning bets. Y'all please enjoy. Stay tuned for the rest of the week. We'll be back on Wednesday. We have our AMP show Thursday afternoon. And then the free show on Friday with Stanford Steve. Y'all enjoy. America's teams. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. America's teams. The Chiefs, man. <laughs> Did you not watch that game at Arrowhead okay. last night? Unfortunately. Burrowhead. Did you not see Patrick Mahomes just will his way to a victory? Did you not see Harrison Bucker overcome the demons? I just... watched that Ron Torbert showcase. Did you watch the way Willie Gay and Nick Bolton fly around, Chris? Yeah, they, they do. They play the game like Matt Milano. They got two Matt Milanos. Oh, come on. They got two Matt Milanos. Oh, come on. Okay, so that's good. my number one next, American next team. team. Number two is the Philadelphia Eagles. They just show dominant mm-hmm. power uh, uh, over the Niners. I didn't care who was a quarterback. I don't care if they have Jimmy, Trey, fucking Jay. Joe Montana. I don't care. Stevie yeah. Young put him in there. Yeah. The Eagles were flying around. You could tell from jump The street, Eagles. This, this team's just different. Also, it's kind of like, was there an easier path to the Super Bowl than the Eagles? No, they've had a pretty easy run, but okay. they're here nonetheless. This so, is where it gets interesting So my my third... <laughs> My third Dallas. America's team is uh, the TSA. The, just the general TSA. Yeah, whatever that stands for. I just see it above the metal detectors of the airport. Mm-hmm. And I brought my vape pen to the airport, and the guy let me off with a warning. So number four, Delta Airlines got, got me to New York every every time. Number five, the Fort Worth Police Department. Well, You're too old all, to be acting so damn dumb, Stetson. Whole, how hard is it to get a fucking public drunk? Drunkenness. He's banging drunk. on the doors at 7 a.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> Pretty easy. Just should have been doing that in Tuscaloosa, not Dallas. Dallas. America's teams. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Number one, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the team everybody wanted to see in the Super Bowl wow. yesterday. Instead, we got treated to, to Ron Torbert. 
We got treated to uh, your quarterback Patrick's uh, flop there out of bounds on the uh, late yeah. hit. <laughs> Very clearly a personal foul, by the way. From it was, even as a defensive lineman. It sure was. I'm just saying. Yes. I don't expect any smarter from the D-line. He sold that wow, bad boy. Wow, that's crazy. Second, Roger <laughs> Federer. Uh, we just crowned a champion in Australia, and it's a reminder of the, the greatest to ever do it. Roger Federer, a, a, a true gentleman. Man, we'll never forget. I don't care about numbers. Anymore. We already forgot you it. Know, people ask me my type. If I were to Fed. be into like guys, yeah, that guy, Roger yeah. Federer, no. I need his bank account to come with. Really? Me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like Roger Federer? I need his trophy case, his bank mm-hmm. account, yeah. and his frame. Yeah, so, and we're good. Yeah. Ditto. Number three, the New York Jets. <laughs> Who's not rooting for the New York Jets? Me. Really? Yeah. Quinn Williams doesn't mm. do it for you. I just like Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He's in the training room right he now. He does it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at this quarterback thing figured out. I'd love to see the New York Jets in the playoffs next year. Who do you want to be their quarterback? Uh, Rodgers. It'll it'll be fun. Okay. It will be fun. If nothing else. That's going to happen. Uh, the Tennessee Vols. Let me show you something. Wow. Tennessee Vols. Um, they covered, didn't they? Those are good. No, no, no. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off for now. You really haven't gambled all weekend? No. How do you feel? All week. I probably shouldn't say. They need to make Nicorette patches for gambling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, nah, I've been reading books. As I told you, I eat the chocolate cake every night, and I watch yeah. my stories. Yeah. It's been, it's been a nice little change of pace. Tennessee Vols, look at these freaking uniforms. They beat Texas at home. Uh, look at that uni. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. I don't know if you can get better than that. No, you can't. They got the Vols script, V-O-L-S, the, 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 the Tennessee orange piping down the side. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Chris Beard's put his home up for sale in Austin. Has he? I think $4.75 million. Didn't he there. assault someone? Uh, allegedly. DV, yeah. 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 His daughter. Um, hey, I have an idea before. Who's, I, who's I, are wife? you finished not, with your America's not games? his daughter or his wife. No, I'm not. Who I'm was it? Fiance. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Reed is my fifth America's team. Uh, we played a game of 21 out here. Yeah. In, uh, in the, what do we call it? On this? the mini hoop. On the mini hoop. And, in the um, vestibule. In the mini Staples Center. It was, it was Reed, Kingston, and me. Reed was so physical. He got to the rack with abandon. He was fouling us. I, I don't know. He had a good back down game. Um, he would go over the top. You guys are backing each other down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really high-level game of 21. I mean, everybody was was in the was in the teens by the end of it. So. There's good defense, good blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. How Staples long did this center. game take? Staples it took center. a while. We were all sweating at the end, yeah. breathing heavily. Staples like gym class. Yeah. We needed water. Well, we keep office supplies right next to there in the closet, so it's pretty clearly Staples, the Staples center. center. Nice. And the crypto.com. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got an idea before America's teams. It came to me this weekend as my wife struggled to uh, pick an outfit. Mm. Um, an app that crowdsources um, opinions on a woman's outfit before she goes out. Like, hey, I really think you look good in that camel car coat. I don't know. I don't like it. I want to put on this jean jacket. It's pretty good, like a spaces thing. Yeah, well, and so you're like, okay, well, let's ask the people. And there's like a bunch of guys that that get paid you know to like be horny a, for fashion no, just to be like yeah, yeah she yeah. looks better in option b mm-hmm. and then you know you have the the blessing of the people you and then she believes you right because obviously when 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 this you, seems to be crazy to is it crazy is it crazy you can't leave until you crowdsource i like it i just worry about the people i think it's a very cool inf- like pick the lesser option yeah. just to be jerks do you think well no but these people are verified these are like verified employees of twitter okay. blue yeah of 
Maybe outfit. they're in the fashion space. So maybe not a great idea? No, a pretty good idea. Okay. I think it's a good right. idea. I just think it's crazy, the thought of like, I can't. Well, when you tell your wife that, hey, I think you look better in that, and she's like, I don't really care. I want to see what the other guys think. That's mm-hmm. what she's basically saying. What yeah. about gals? Would she... Would gals, she, gals, gals too. Yeah, gals too. Would she, she and you would get probably the met- value a gal's opinion. Yep. And you get the metrics. You get the metrics. that are like, hey, 70% of gals like this, option A. 44% of, of dudes option. Yep. Anyways. I, I like that it. idea. I'm Instant gonna, fashion consulting. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to monetize it pretty soon. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Manifest. America's teams. All the people Kayvon Thibodeau hasn't heard of. <laughs> <laughs> um, because now there's evidently, I learned this morning, uh, Joe Thomas. You can add him Joe to Joe Staley. Was it Joe Staley it or Joe Thomas? Joe Tom- Staley who oh. went after Kayvon. Oh, it was Joe Staley. Yes. Who is a great player? Yeah, Kayvon would be lucky to to be as good as him. Yeah, over the course of his career, uh, but he he had uh, I guess he had thrown a little shade at at, at Kayvon. Um, so Kayvon went on Twitter and said, "I guess I'm better. I guess we could be better than the 49ers." And to which oh, he's doing the score thing. To which Staley, he uh, said, "We might be able to 49ers beat the 49ers." Said, "You're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much." Yikes. <laughs> likes. I read it and I went, sheesh. Yeah, so, of course, Kayvon. That's a badass takedown. Yeah, Kayvon was (laughs) Really well done. Kayvon was like, and it's very rare. I feel like um, we have opinions of each other as players, and we could really hurt each other's feelings. But we keep them to ourselves. But in a situation like that, Kayvon had pushed Joe Staley too far. And Kayvon's response to that was, of course, textbook, I don't know who you are. Um, so that this this continues just on down the line. Um, first reply was it's right there in his profile. Yeah, Micah Parsons <laughs> got into it with Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm surprised he didn't know who that was, or I'm surprised he knew who Kayvon or Micah Parsons was. What's uh, what's the one? Oh oh oh, that's Kayvon's. Uh, I'm I'm rubber, you're glue. What is that? Whatever you bounces off me. Yeah, sticks to you. Yeah, that says who are you? I've never heard of you. That's a good. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I, I want to shout out the hotel Rittenhouse in, in Rittenhouse Square, uh, Philadelphia. It's where I, I take my family when we go up there, and they're awesome. Um, but they're not in America's teams because I have I have four others. Um, okay, the 76ers. They hooked us up this weekend. I went to go see Nuggets 76ers with my my family. The Sixers had us courtside. It was fucking awesome. Um, I got to ring the bell, which makes me really nervous because the first time I rang the bell was with Lane and we had had some edibles and I think we hit the bell on the wrong part. I think we hit like the arm of the bell. It was really confusing. <laughs> it, to be fair, a lot of people were like, hey, nice job with the bell. I said, it's harder than it fucking looks. The bell's small. It's a small bell, small mallet. You know, you how, awkward, miss. You know how awkward you feel like guiding a small mallet onto a bell? Yeah. I think it should be a big old Liberty Bell, actual size. You did like a full body wind up. You like stepped away. Stepped yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, you were about to sledge. Yeah, the that's thing. the thing. I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> chopping wood. Yeah, I'm chopping wood or I'm hammering something in. But um, I think they should go bigger bell, like a big gong. You, you know what I mean? great. Thank you. I appreciate it. You, I you had a great, great fit. I went to Mitchell and Ness. Shout out to those guys. They hooked me up with the Iverson uh, jersey down there. Uh, my kids were in Iverson gear. Um, I think maybe um, uh, Luke was in a Dr. J jersey. Uh, Meg, of course, camel car coat. Does it get any cooler than that? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It was really cool. It was so cool to the fact that like Swoop came over and the blue bear for the 76ers is a mascot that came over after Franklin. after they were shooting some t-shirts out. Mm-hmm. Who um, knows Dr. J like Kayvon knows Joe's Daily? I don't know who that is. No clue. Um, <laughs> so um, 
you know, the, the mascots came over and, and mugged it up with us and got a picture. And Waylon was like, how lucky are we <laughs> of all these what people awesome. in the stadium? <laughs> I'm like, they don't know that, 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 that I got some hookups there. Yeah. They just think like mom hooked it up or something. Um, but the bell was good. Um, the first swing was the bell not turned on. The bell yet? wasn't really turned on. The mic something. was off. They, uh, it was a mic issue. It definitely wasn't the swinger. Well, um, because the subsequent swings were yeah, on point. Thank you. And yeah. Kingston was, um, yeah, t- two out of three will get you the All Star game mm-hmm. in baseball. But like Kingston, one out of was, three. Kingston happened to be up in the stands. So I, I you I, got there was three huge cheers that night. One, the third biggest cheer was for the Sixers coming back from the seventeen point deficit and winning. Seventeen. It was awesome. Behind I had Sixers MVP. money line. I had the over. Thank you, Matt. Yep, no problem. And then uh, second biggest cheer was you ringing the bell. People were going crazy for that. But the biggest cheer was when the crowd almost won free Chick-fil-A. For oh, it was awesome. Free it was awesome. Yeah, you know it. You know that cheer, that free mm-hmm. something, you know, free throw. Let's hear it, section 27. You know, you know that cheer when you hear it. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Also, uh, Niang is probably a guy I would zero in on for the conversation we had last week. I, I think I might be able to. Well, you did have a beef opportunity. I thought I saw Jokic kind of like. Poke your so, hip oh, he did. Or touch you. Jokic touched me, man. Yeah. When? So first How? things first, Jokic. I was out there getting ready to ring the bell, and during the anthem, I was standing there, um, and uh, Jokic was like 15 feet in front of me, and they're snapping pictures of him left and right, and I'm back there like trying to photo bomb it because I'm like, and and I remembered the photographer who was taking his photographer 15, and I'm on the hunt for this guy. So if you were photographer 15 at the Wells Fargo Center, uh, and you took a picture of Jokic with me possibly photobombing him in the background, that would be, I would blow that up so big, I would pay you so much money for that. And then I'm going out to the bell, and I feel a big hand, like kind of move me a little bit, and I look to my right, and it's, it's, it's Jokic, and he ran by me and put his hand on my shoulder, I was like, oh my God, he touched me. You know, it's, it was so fucking cool seeing Jokic and Embiid. How big are they in person? Oh my God, and they're, they're so skilled. I mean, Embiid's mid-range game is crazy, dude. Like, to see it in person, like, this guy pulling up from wherever. He's playing 2K And handling there. the ball like a guard. Green. It's, mm-hmm. green. It's amazing. So, America's team, 76ers, well, thanks for the hookup. Can we play 2K again, guys? Can we play basketball video games again? That'd that was be fun. fun. People at home are like, can we talk about the AFC and NFC <laughs> championship? Was he, just, was he touching you to touch you or to get you out of the way or just to he just, make I contact? Think, I think he just was, like, making sure we didn't run into each other. Because okay. that would have been yeah. bad for him. Okay. There's only yeah. two games. Show some fucking patience. We're talking Talking about our weekend. Yep, yep, yep. So Sixers, I'll go Eagles, uh, Bengals, you know, Lottie fucking da. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll go Eagles tailgaters. I got the tailgate for two, three hours. I went to Joe Makoid's tailgate. I FaceTimed into that tailgate. Immediately remember? I roll up. People are giving me various shots of whiskey. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to give me a beer. It was, it was like awesome. But, um, Long story short, throw this up on the cast here. This is a video. Dude, you're a uh, Super Bowl champ. You get to go back to Philly. It's really cool. It's cool. You FaceTime me there. It was That's cool. That's something I'll never experience. This is a guy who will go unnamed who was at the tailgate towards the tail end, and he was getting up on top of the uh, the bus to take a picture. And uh, luckily, I'm standing next to the bus because I saved this man's life. Whoa. Yeah, you so did. He, yeah, he fell down. That's me catching him. You can't really see me, but I saved the man's life this weekend. Watch this. This is like a seven to eight foot drop. Yeah, caught his whole body. He was going to face plant. He was going to face plant. Yeah. He might have been dead. You went dad mode. Wow. No, I mean, it was just, it was a really nice moment. I saved a life. 
in the in the in the canine in the moment, lot. when you caught him did you have hands on hips like hip to butt I, I had I had uh, I caught him like full body crotch to butt yeah crotch to butt and uh, and I almost kiss? fell down yeah but you know it was a small price to pay what to save say? a man's what life say? thank you he whispered nice. thank you yeah no he, he said thank you, you on the cheek. he said go birds <laughs> go birds yeah. I'm sure he said go birds <laughs> yeah well it was it was just a, it was I, hey listen I'm not trying to say I'm like uh, Blaine Gabbard or anything but <laughs> maybe 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 more heroic because it was on land the 220 pound man. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that 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 went down in the K nine lot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, true story. America's teams. There they are. Nicely done. Thank you. Did you mean to say Bengals with me? Oh fuck yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. And, yeah. Okay. No, I'll say Bengals Can too. I add okay. one more to America. I'll say Bengals too because okay. I had a lot of yeah. money on the Bengals, and thankfully the teaser with the Eagles and the Bengals saved my bacon. But that was bad. Can I add one more? Yeah. yeah. It'll be all the fans that went to the Eagles game and that, that bought tickets to the Villanova game. Yes, they stayed for both. To get into the parking lot. Well, they also, some went to the game. But and it's, then, it's amazing. Like, yeah. it really goes noticed how crazy these Philly Philly's fans a great are. sports city. You have and that Wells stadium Fargo was down there. Incredible. Yeah. Both the home stadiums yesterday were unmatched you have citizens bank you have wells fargo you have the link all there within you know a couple philly loves its financial services they do and also i want to (laughs) shout out citizens bank because i was in the suite with those guys and they were really cool and uh some listen to the podcast so anyways shout out to all those people cash app the easy way to send spend save and invest with friends cash app helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin, Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You want to remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. Which game do you want to start with? We should probably start with the early one. Get start that out of the, the way. Because that was ugly. I mean, it got ugly fast. Dud. Yep. Um, yeah. Thanks. You know, honestly, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't that fast. It was just there was a moment in the second quarter uh, where I thought the Niners were going to make this a game. You know, there was a, there was a long spell where the stadium was pensive. Um, we, were, um, we were all nervous because, you know, one of the things I said going into this game is, Eagles secondary, second-level defenders are going to have to tackle. There were a couple missed tackles. Um, you know, you had the Brock Purdy injury, of course, but Josh Johnson was moving the ball okay. Um, they looked like they could at least compete at that moment. The biggest plays of the game were these fourth-down calls by Nick Sirianni. Okay, the first drive, it's fourth and seven or whatever it is, or fourth and five. It's not fourth and short. They take a shot to Devontae Smith. Now, that's not a catch. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, but they got 20 seconds to, to throw that challenge flag, and I don't believe that Kyle Shanahan had the right angle. 
I mean, because it was pretty easy for us to see at home with the multitude of angles we have. I believe if he had had the right angle or the right intel, he would have thrown the challenge. But flag. do you there even was... need to see it? You can just see Devontae Smith putting his fist <laughs> together, saying to line up, line yes. up. Yes, and, like, that, and, that, and isn't that, that enough of a read? Uh, to me, it would be, especially early in that game, in a game that you think is going to be a defensive ball game, and you don't want to be down in. Um, you know, like we you talked may immediately about. be looking at the Jumbotron too, or talking to your guys upstairs. What did you guys see? What, I can't tell. I can't tell. And, that, and all that's going on. Well, and, and then he's lining up. And then they're on the ball. In yes. the booth, they're watching the TV feed, and Fox didn't have the right angle until after the break. Fox is on the payroll. Well, you know, d- just suffice to say, there's a lot of guys up there feeding Shanahan inf- information who are watching the TV broadcast. Yes. Yeah. And Greg Olson's talking about, hey, what a catch, all that stuff. So I hear. And uh, and that's tough. I mean, you know, they have 20 seconds to get that right. They don't get it right. And it ends up hurting them because you didn't want to go down in this ballgame. Uh, even if Brock Purdy was healthy, it's not a, a you know a blueprint to follow. Uh, but obviously with the injuries to the quarterback, once the Eagles went up 21-7, I thought this game was toast. There was another fourth down where the Eagles are on their own 35, and they go for it. Um, and they get it. And I, I think, um, and this is relatively early in the ball game. and a lot of people, um, you know, probably don't go for it there. A lot of people yeah. definitely a few years get back don't thing. go for it there. Get it out of there. Nick Sirianni fits the, the city perfectly. His personality, the personality he has his team playing with. And a lot of it, you know, like you can try to get your team to be arrogant and, and you know, on that line and, and, and walk in cocky and have that attitude. But unless you call the, unless you call the game that way, they're not going to follow. And, you know, like taking risks like that is part of their DNA, and it paid off in the first half. Well, players are a lot smarter than coaches give them credit for, and we understand, based on the decisions the coaches are making during the game, how they truly feel from a confidence level. Yes. And to your point, if you're going to talk that talk, you got to walk the walk, and walk your players walk. will make note of that. Like, why aren't we fucking going for it? Mm-hmm. If you believe in us, let's let's do this thing. No question. Yeah, and and it's epitomized there. And Nick Sirianni is is a hell of a ball coach. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't play that well, but he didn't need to outduel anybody. It nope. was it was Brock Purdy for a little bit, and obviously Hassan Reddick with a huge play. Um, they didn't have a plan for blocking Hassan Reddick. I mean, he's unblocked. They're kind of blocking him with a tight end, um, and he makes them pay. And I got to say this: like when you think about having one clutch guy on that D-line. Like, they have three guys with double-digit sacks, but the one guy all year who's made plays, I went to a game week four against Jacksonville, who made the play to make sure that they they won that game. I mean, it was Hassan Reddick. Um, who made the biggest play of the NFC Championship game? It's Hassan Reddick hitting Brock Purdy's arm really hard. Going for the ball. Going for the ball. The hit. Going, being ball aware and changing the entire game. And 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 uh, I think he he's he's... He's paid off a ton all year long, and in the biggest spot, this guy changes the entire game. And then it was they, a DPOY they, moment. They knocked Josh Johnson out of the game, and, and, and that's pretty much it. And it was bizarre seeing Shanahan sit there in his hood <laughs> and like just watch this thing kind of tick off. Yeah. You know, there was a time where McCaffrey's looking at his sheet in the second half, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they don't have any passes up. In retrospect, if I was coaching, I probably would have been like, "Who's our emergency quarterback?" More trick plays, like mm-hmm. you know, wildcat. we're gonna th- we're gonna throw the ball, we're gonna run, run wildcat. But big big cat said it well on Twitter. He said Christian McCaffrey is such a purely good football player that him at quarterback actually scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, I mean, I, at that point, you had no other choice. But he was intent on running that thing out, and now I think the interesting thing is going to be 
the 49ers in their future, mm-hmm. you know, because you have Brock Purdy with, as you called it, a Tommy John type thing. Um, he's, good job, Doc. Yeah, good job, Doc. And he's he's gonna um, he, he's he's gonna be a question mark going into next season. Like, is he gonna be their guy? Is Trey Lance gonna be their guy? Is it gonna be somebody off the board? Shanahan and the Niners have had terrible luck here. You know, I can think back to like Jimmy Garoppolo getting tearing his ACL. I mean, think back to you know next se- last season getting that close um, and, and losing the ball game uh, in the playoffs. The, the Super Bowl they lost. They've been in the championship game like three times. They're like the new Buffalo Bills, uh, mini Buffalo Bills, and they've had a ton of injuries at quarterback. And, you know, a lot of people say, like, they play a physical brand of football. This is what happens. You have injuries at the wrong time. They're all quarterbacks. You know, they've had uh, other injuries, but uh, the thing that has snake bit them has been this quarterback position. It was 7 nothing. Philly went 3-and-out, 4-and-out, 3-and-out. It did have that feeling of, okay, San Francisco, they haven't gotten the breaks. They didn't get the Devontae call, and um, but they're hanging around. Then Brock went out, and that was sort of lights out. That fourth and one, uh, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Do we do away with the uh, push the quarterback in the back to get one to two to three yards? The old Reggie Bush? No. Kind of an annoying play. No, I like the play. Was that the Reggie Bush, Matt Liner? Okay. Yeah. A little rugby? Which was, which was not allowed then. A little think, rugby? A little, little I think scrummage? It's great. I think they call that a prop in rugby. I'm not sure. Prop is the guy who puts his, he puts his head in between the crotch and he just fucking drives like a sled. Doesn't no. feel like football. I got no beef with the play. You would like that play? You would I got like no line beef up with against the play. It? You, would get, you would get even lower? I don't know. I, I do submarine. better on first and second and third you down. submarine. Um, another thing in this game that I want to point out is, and he's a friend of mine, so I'm biased, but Lane Johnson is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. He's about to play in his second Super Bowl. He, you know, they, they very well might win it. Um, he's been one of, if not the most dominant tackle in football the last five to seven years. The injury he's playing with is major. Yeah. Like, make no mistake about it. It is not a minor injury. I had heard leading up to the game that Nick Bosa and um, and uh, Joey Bosa, in fact, had had similar injuries, and they were like calling around to find out about Lane's recovery because I guess the same doctors had worked on it. Like, how is he playing? Mm. You know, and Lane going out there and playing Nick Bosa, the defensive player of the year. I cannot understate this how how well he blocked him. This is the best defensive player in football, yeah. arguably. We can talk about Chris Jones in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I zeroed in on Lane, and like nothing was working for Nick Bosa. And so you talk about like the the accolades. He's got the Pro Bowls. You talk about the Super Bowls. He might have two. Um, the stretch of dominance. He hasn't given up a pressure, I guess, since he's been back uh, right. from his from his injury. The guy's a Hall of Famer, dude. I mean, okay, like I, I, I all these lists of people that say how many Hall of Famers are playing the game today. On some of these lists, I don't see Lane's name. And it's about time we start talking about him that way. Um, he's an amazing player. It's almost the most shoe-in obvious one for me when people say if you could name any players that are playing currently that are first ballot Hall of Famers. Lane Johnson comes, tackle, yeah. Lane Johnson comes to mind first for me. As a lineman, I'm going to think of yeah. a lineman anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's Zach Martin, it's Lane Johnson. 
Um, those are the two guys that I can think of. Off Trent the top Williams. Of my head. Well, Trent Williams, Trent, obviously. The other guy on the field last night who's a great player kind of lost his cool a little bit. Lane but, makes mm. it look boring. <clears throat> there are even times where Trent's playing and things look out of control and chaotic. But when Lane Johnson plays the game of football, he's so aware of his body and the understanding of the offense. He's as smart as he yes. is athletic. Yes. He's as explosive as he is big. What's the di- Joe Thomas is Mr. O line, right? There's, there's no, I mean, What's the difference between Lane and Joe Thomas in their primes? Uh, their positions and their, their set types, but there's no difference in their effectiveness. No. I mean, like you know, like he's put up a body of work over the last five years has been as good as anybody, and um, he's an off button, and he's the biggest reason that that offensive line you can take it for granted every year. Look how differently we felt about that offensive line when Driscoll was lined up mm-hmm. there at right tackle. You know, it's just one player. So um, I just want to give him his props. His his set is so athletic and technically sound. He's an underhand puncher. He absorbs power. Like, you could see Nick Bosa, when he can't bowl somebody, it's like, oh, fuck. He goes to arm over, and like then this, it's just this, like... <laughs> this thing that I can do to everybody, I can't do it to this guy. Yeah. And he beats me to the spot. Like, I can't I can't burn the edge against him. He, you can't... He doesn't give up inside moves. He's square the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Lane deserves a lot of credit, man. And, and a lot of it goes into his offseason prep and what he does during the season. Yep. We know Gabe Rangel, his trainer. Yep. Uh, we know the the extent to which he, he built a, a, a barn a, on a his barn property gym on his a prop- full blown training facility recovery center. A lot of the Eagles recover and train there. Yep. Shout out to Lane, definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like um, uh, Jason Kelsey played great too. I mean, you saw him on some of these run plays where he's getting up to the second level. It's just insane, dude. Yeah, and it's insane. Micah gave Lane some props. He tweeted, "I don't think people realize what Lane's doing right now. Freaking heroic. One of my favorite players in this league." That's Micah respect, Parsons. bro. That's respect. Yeah. And that, hey, that's respect. Good on Micah Parsons because there's so many guys in this league now. It's such an alpha league. Nobody gets flowers. Where nobody wants to give each other credit. And there's a guy in Dallas giving a guy in Philly credit who he lines up across from. And, uh, you know, him and Jason are legends in that city. And I got to tell you, it was kind of weird being in the stands. Like, while those guys were winning, it was like a bunch of my teammates. You know, like, I'm getting ushered out through the hall to go meet the NFL Fox on Sunday, guys, so I can get in the truck to the airport. And uh, I'm walking by where I used to walk in, and I'm walking by, and I'm seeing some of the family members of my old teammates. I saw Jay Ajay, Corey Clement, a bunch of guys up in the suite. But to see my boys, like, in uniform – you're like, damn, should I have stuck around till 37? I just had to wait five more years for this. You're not alone. <laughs> I had the same feeling last night. Yeah. And, and yeah, with Kansas City. And yeah. Kyle and I discussed this this morning, and I think I think we're aligned. We agree. We're on the same page. You're going to root for Philly to lose in the Super Bowl. No. So that you are on the most no, recent dude. Philly Super no, Bowl it team. No, do- it doesn't work that way because this team's better. You know, like they there's a, they're just better. Like, well, I don't know. They're better. They're better. I think now, you what, guys had the perfect storm. Do you want Hassan Reddick out there ringing the Liberty Bell? Yes, and, and, you guys yes. had the perfect storm. I, I do agree this team is more built for battle the whole year, and they've been great the whole year. But what you guys did, and you guys were galvanized. Dude, what we did together. was special. Yeah. We, what we did was special. When you look back at our – And the quarterback storylines and when the you injuries. Look, when you look back at our year, they're totally different teams. They're teams where like hey, – But we, it's fun to play with you wearing a Chiefs shirt during the Super Bowl because – yeah, but all I'm saying is I I, I pull for those guys. Like I okay. I want there to be two Super Bowl teams in Philly. Like you know, at some point they're going to win a Super Bowl. You can't yeah. be the guy and that's Hertz like going to win a third. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. But but you know the way I've always my fandom in Philly, it's not really about the team. 
Like, yeah, I root for the team. I, I want my friends to be happy. I want the team to do well. But it's about the, honestly, it's about the people. You know how I feel about the people. You root for the feathers on the side of the helmet, not the feathers on exactly, the back of the exactly, jersey. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just, I just like, I like them being happy. Like when I was at the tailgate yesterday, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I cannot imagine. Can I tell playing you, I've never been to a tailgate in Chicago. Well, you love it. I, I, Can we go to one next year? I'd love to. Arlington but, Heights. But you, you can't imagine being the guy that was on the 17 team being like, oh, I'm pissed this is going on. No, we, we were, were just we, yeah, no, I know. We were obviously, but there are, but, but that is a tough thing. Like, cause you know, when you leave a team, yeah. a lot of guys, whether they tell you or not, they're like, I don't want that team to do well, Yeah, but we won a Super Bowl. So like, yeah. I'm not coming from it from a situation where you're like, I, there's, there's any insecurity. Bro, I would love to go to another parade on Broad oh. Street and do it and, and be on the on the side of the street. Throwing shit at them. You know, like when I, when I watched those people in 2018, in the, in the winter of 2018, uh, I just was like, man, I love being up on this float, but I could also imagine being down there. Yeah. And I don't think I'd be able to make it if they won the Super Bowl because of, yeah, I got to go to Africa and stuff. But like, uh, it would be amazing. So I'm just so I'm so happy for them. But it was fucking weird walking through the tunnel and being like, uh, I think I just saw BG. Like, do I say what's up to BG or am I a fan now? Like, uh, um, it's different. But it was really cool being at that game. The new year is here, and there's no better way to kick off 2023 than by making sure you're feeling like your best self. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand that's fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Liquid IV is kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. I can use it with a hangover. I can use it when I get home from a night of drinking. I can use it before a workout. I can use it after a workout. Uh, I can use it when I'm just feeling a little foggy and I got to fire on all cylinders to deliver these takes. My favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'll try any of them. They got Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, strawberry, passion fruit, guava, acai berry. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy and soy, Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 25 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GREENLIGHT at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code GREENLIGHT at liquidiv.com. Okay, let's talk about the second game. Kansas City? Kansas City, e- enormous win, man. Like, when you think about how differently, I went back, and I said this week, I just, I should have, I should have seen it coming, that Spags would have these guys ready to play, that they would be like a wounded animal, that they would be, you know, they, that this championship DNA would kick in for them. I mean, same thing for the Bengals. There was a moment in that game where you're like, okay, this is a team that's been there. Like yeah. the, the the way they fought back, but Kansas City they've just been there too much, and uh, and and they've had enough. And if you watch that first game, the way Cincinnati owned the line of scrimmage in the run game, Joe Burrow was pretty clean. That was a totally different game. I mean, like from the beginning, uh, Joe was under siege, and I thought Spags did a great job. 
I thought the offensive line was outmatched, and uh, and and this is uh, this is a, a team with, like I said, championship DNA. There's no accident they're here. It's the quietest 16 and three of all time. Yeah. When when they said, I heard this morning, two 16 and three teams playing each other in, in the Super Bowl. Beautiful. One of those teams, the Eagles, felt like a juggernaut all year. The other team, everybody, myself included, is well, we've LeBroned them. They're so good for so long yes. that we start to just be like, eh. Who else? You know, who else is good? I also think it's the Tyreek Hill thing. It's hey, like the the visual of those big top end plays that they were hitting with Tyreek Hill there, and then him leaving, and you thinking like the offense is not going to be as good. You look at the names on the paper, you're like, there's no way. We you're talked right about we time. talked about it week one, bro. Yeah, they tried to change they tried to change his game up, and he just changed the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? He changed the game. He changed he changed the terms of the game. And I, and driving in this morning and I was thinking about the things I wanted to talk about when I was talking about the Chiefs and I was thinking about Travis Kelsey and the back spasms he was going through and I think about Frank Clark and the health issues he's yes. had. Um I, I think about Willie Gay and the suspension that he served and I think about um Legarius Sneed last year losing his brother on the Chiefs his brother yeah. was murdered mm-hmm. um and the things that have galvanized this team over the course of the last two three years and even the rookies that are on this team now they've gotten to look in to what being the top dog is like because you got mayors in other city claiming birthrights over your quarterback um you've got people disrespecting your teammates and um they even try to change the name of your stadium. So Burrowhead does sound kind of cool, though. It sounds cool, but it ain't really right. Cool. And and I get I get I get the smack talk, but I really give credit to the fans for knowing their role and showing up and showing the fuck out. From, yeah. From the onset of that game, midway through the second quarter, they were at top decibel, and it made it a nightmare for Joe Burrow and that offensive line. I give huge credit to Steve Spagnuolo for saving his nut with Chris Jones at defensive end for the right situation. For the last play, the, the, right the biggest play of the game. Because you can double your guy in there at, at, at the three. You can yeah. double him at the, at the shade. But when you put him out there in a big situation with the silent count and that crowd noise, and you've got a shark on the other side of the line of scrimmage, one of the top playoff sack artists in yep. league history, Frank yep. Clark, you can say, Chris Jones, go get him. Fold the pocket back, beat him inside, beat him over the top, whatever you have to do. But Steve Spagnolo let his guys play yesterday. I give credit to Nick Bolton and Willie Gay, who got cooked in the first matchup, and they showed up and they fucking cooked last night. And and you said it, the crowd, man. Like from the beginning, the Bengals had trouble. And Bucker and Bucker third and four goes to third and nine. Volson gets walked. Okay, like Volson, he's one of the only guys that's on the original group there. And him and and uh, the left tackle had a tough day. Um, but you go third and four to third and nine on a sack. Burrow almost throws a pick on third and nine. Uh, you get Willie Gay coming on a sack, which I have that in my notes. <laughs> Willie Gay coming on a sack. So I, so I, um, it's always violent with Willie Gay. Yeah, and what? So Willie Gay, like, and this is Spags, man. Carmen gets in his stance on one of these early third downs, um, and, you know, Carmen's ready to set to a five technique. He's right outside him. And Willie Gay comes up and stems late, and uh, Carmen's already set, and he just can't compete with his speed. And there's a sack. So, like, there's one situation where Spags is manipulating things. Um, there's another one where Spags has Bolton floating in the A-gap to demand the, the one-on-one for Chris Jones. Well, he gets his first playoff sack, just like that. Yep. Um, you know, like, uh, Carl Aftis beats Wiley. You, you get I a, love Carl Aftis. Yeah, he's a, good, he's a good player. <laughs> he's, a he's a good player. And then you get a, you get a double team on Jones, so that affects, uh, you know, having Wiley singled up on Karloftis. Uh The only thing for the Bengals... 
is, you know, there were delayed games and that sort of thing. Dunlap had a big pressure on, on a pick. Um, so the D-line showed up to play. Um, for, for the Bengals, the one thing that bothered me at times early in this game is when Chris Jones is out of the game, you got to take shots. Yeah, you got to go back. You got to get in your drop back. You have pass. time to pass. You have time to pass. Like That's a great point. That should be. And and there was a possession where Chris Jones is out five to seven plays, and I counted it. They had one drop back p- pass. It was screen. It Even was, drive starters, he's not in. Have you noticed that? So that's where you have to take some shots, and they didn't do a good en- enough job of being like, okay, Chris Jones is not on the field. We got to take our shots. The one shot they took with him out on this possession I'm talking about, they had a big play to Boyd. So, um, you know, the Bengals had trouble before the half. They didn't spike the ball. That was really dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, like they wasted, you know, valuable time. They lose a down, basically. Because with eight seconds, Burrow takes a shot down to four seconds, and they got to kick the field goal, and that's before the half, and that's a, that's a, that's a big deal. So, um, you know, I thought I thought the defensive line showed up to play. I thought Spags had a great game plan, um, and I think Mahomes just adds to his lore, man. Like, and I should have known this. I hated our social going up from like Monday because at that point we were talking about. Patrick Mahomes, the way he was running around on Sunday and hearing high ankle sprain and that sort of thing. But it was pretty evident to me early in the week, seeing him walk off that podium, yeah. that he was he was walking all right. He's and also a big show. I mean, he he a is showman. a showman. Yeah. And he's also a way, like he grew up in a house with a, with a major leaguer. He understands how people look from the outside yep. in and try to gain information. He knows everybody's going to study that film of him walking off the podium. He's not going to walk with a limp. The guy's in a lot of pain. When you see him on the field, he's limping. After big runs, he's limping. But all the things we said that were out the window were not out the window. No, when they, you look, they, when they you looked at the last game with a rollout. Yeah, I mean, he could move. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first touchdown on fourth and one, he's rolling right and he stops on a dime and hits Kelsey. Kelsey's doing a corner human. route and them working off schedule with each other. Um, the pitch rolling left where you kind of shovel past that thing, uh, but it was a sack. I mean, even though it was a sack, like I'm sitting there watching, I'm like he's fine. Like yeah. I know his ankle hurts, but think about also you get two more weeks and knowing from my experience with having a high ankle and mine being probably worse than his, like judging by the way he played, um, you know, two, three weeks, it'll be a month from when it happened almost like you can be a lot better by that point. And, um, you know, I think he got cold in the second or third. Um, like there was a moment where the, the chiefs were a little bit anemic offensively and they had those stretches in the Jacksonville game. So they have to eliminate those. But, um, you know, they, they just, they just have that championship DNA. They came back strong. Uh, the, the officiating, you want to take that? Can I empty my notebook first before sure. getting to Ron Torbert? Yeah. Okay. Tyler Boyd, big loss. Yeah. Because then they could start doubling the other two guys. Yeah. And Tyler Boyd started off. Um, Tony wanted to double everybody, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Tony. Tony. Uh, here's one. You know how in basketball, it's a TV timeout. You bring out the folding chairs. Yeah. Timeout football. Why don't we bring out a few folding chairs for the most wow. tired or injured players? Mm. Just get off your feet for I a minute. I can get on board with that. Yeah. 320 pounds well, on the chair like, dents the ground. Well, I, Zero gravity know, chairs. It's got to be a sturdy chair. <laughs> Maybe Zero love gravity. sacks. Yeah. Uh, Scantling. Valdez Scantling. Um, I was told that... You can only break the plane of the goal line, uh, not when you're out in the middle of the field. You can't break the plane and then bring the ball back. Yep. That's like running back. Yep. Okay. We're on board with that. 
Sure. Miss call. Okay. Wiley, the unsportsmanlike. How delightful was that? That was awesome. That was funny. My boy Wiley was giving yeah. me all. And then any other player gets any other position gets away with that. But he's I an old lineman. I love that. And, and I hate that yarder. they are. It's fattest is what it is. Yes, yeah, fattest. 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 Yeah. Uh, Burrow. Better come up with a new term here. Burrow juking 32 on that run. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, it was amazing. Dude, so yeah. cool. He's so athletic. He Golly runs like day. a speed walker. Big tackle by T. Higgins on that pick. Number 23, yes. he had 50 yards of green in front of him. Yeah. That T. Could... Higgins, I hope he's on the Bears. Hey, you said something year. about MBS. Can I interject? He yeah. won his matchup all night. Yo. Yeah. And that he's a long strider, fast guy. He almost had yards. 50 more on Hilton the one that missed him Hilton on. just couldn't, like these deep overs and that sort of thing. Like, he just can't. It's just too much too much green, you know? Yeah. And uh, that again, like, here's another guy that, they, you know, you're like, yep. ah, it's MVS. Yep. They make the most of them. Pacheco Marcus ran, Kemp comes in makes a catch. Pacheco ran out of three guys. Pratt Pache- had him dead to right. Pacheco was great. Pacheco was great. Every time they get around midfield, I feel like there's a screen or an explosive that they, they get out of Pacheco where he breaks a bunch of tackles. There's another guy. Uh, oh, viewing party. Bill Belichick watching a Rutgers guy that they found at the bottom of the draft, like <laughs> playing championship <laughs> Sunday. Like, how the fuck did we not? Dra- how the fuck did we not draft this guy? Did y'all think P Ryan was close enough on that intentional grounding? Nah, no. P Ryan I, looks exactly no. like Cedric Pyramid, no. a football player. Yeah, got a beard. Same team, beard. same number, pretty much. Team yeah, number. team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Taylor probably makes the right call going fourth and twelve from the thirty-seven because Andy Reid likes to punt. But he could have had third and 22 at the 47. You guys okay with it? So I thought that was a really interesting mechanical part of the game because, you know, at that point, of course, like there's a penalty, so you could back him up, but you're not sure if they're going to kick with Buck or punt. Well, and 55 yarder. Yeah, it would have been a long one. I think they were going to punt. I think what, what he's doing is slow playing it and watching the sideline. And when, when their punter, who had a really nice game, gets up off the bench, he's saying, okay, we'll, we'll, we, we will decline this. Um, which I thought was interesting gamesmanship. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't see that Shout a lot. Out to Tommy Townsend, though, uh, number one in net. Coffin corner king yesterday. He's great yeah. lettuce. Yeah. When when Hurst caught that ball from Burrow on that third down, I I thought they were going to drive for the game winning score. I'll tell you what. When they get yeah, third too. and long, fourth and long, and Burrow's in there at quarterback, I'm like, here they go. But here's yeah. the thing, Chris Jones. Who and then there was Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris Jones. We talk about DPOI with Nick Bosa and that whole thing. It's a weird year for and that. On and Sunday, I'll, God made Chris Jones. I'll, I'll admit. I'll admit. Like, you know, I'm, Nick Bosa is my pick for DPOI. He ha- he didn't really show up big in the playoffs. Like that's not what you want to see from a DPOI. I don't know that I would have given it to somebody else based on the regular season, but Chris Jones might be the, like, you know, these graphics. What about Hassan Reddick? I think Chris Jones changes the game more than Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick is one of five guys. He has he's, a lot of production. He's their most productive guy. He's their most clutch guy. But when you talk about, like, getting ready to block Chris Jones or Hassan Reddick. I who, lose who's, sleep as an O-lineman over Chris Jones. So, so, <laughs> so all I'm saying is, you know, there's a bunch of graphics at the beginning of AFC Championship and the NFC Championship weekend, and it's like, Who's the best defensive player remaining? They've got Fred Warner up there. They have Chris Jones. They have, you know, Nick Bosa, a bunch of guys. Ufanga, the whole thing. And I kept looking at Chris Jones. I mean, this is before the game. And I'm saying to myself, like, he really might be the best player left on defense. Now, he didn't get the the DPOI honor. He wasn't discussed the same way that some guys were. But when you look at him at the end of that game, forcing a grounding backed up. Um, The pressures, the TFLs, you know, putting him out at end. 
to seal the game. That's the biggest fucking play of the game. It's the biggest play of a defensive lineman's, you know, like it's what you dream of. Game on the line, third down. Everybody in the building knows they got to block me. Get me out on the edge. And he gave the wave. And he's just so, yeah. he's just so dominant, man. And uh, and I think he deserves his flowers. Like he was the most important player of the game last night. I mean, you know, obviously Mahomes is the quarterback, but how differently do they look without him on the field? Yeah. Torbert and the fellas give uh, the Chiefs three shots at that third yeah. down. That was maddening as somebody who was on the Bengals <laughs> ticket. Yeah. It was absolutely maddening. And then, of course, they get a sack, and Eli Apple, you know, Hill played well. He had a couple sacks, one of them negated by Eli Apple's <laughs> holding. Yeah. Turned him. Our guy Gene on the broadcast said, not enough but of a twist to get a flag. I, I want to say this. Yeah, I, I want to say this. Sky Moore had a big punt return. We didn't hear a lot about him this year. Block like, in the back. There was probably, it was probably a block in the back. We talked about him in the in the Colts loss. That's yep. it. When he fumbled the muff. And and to, to step up with a twenty plus the fumble. Twenty plus yard Sometimes punt return the with the game on the line. Like as soon as he returned that punt, you just knew yeah. that something was gonna happen. And you know, here's a young player that stepped up. We talk about Pacheco, we talk about bringing an MVS. The young DBs had really nice moments. So like Trent that and Cook. That's really, really, uh, really um, encouraging if you're the if you're the Chiefs. Like, you get the young kid with the big punt return. You get the DBs. You get your free agents stepping up. You get your draft picks stepping up. And then at the end of the game, Tony Romo comes out of commercial. I couldn't stop laughing because they do a fire country promo, fire country. which looks fucking <laughs> just it's like a fire great. porno. Yeah. It's like a so. He's like, you want to talk about fire country? I'm like, where's Tony going with this? Yeah, and and yeah. He's, he sticks to the landing, sort of, and he's like, somebody's getting fired if they fuck this up in the next like two mm-hmm. minutes. And yeah. I'm saying to myself, like, Tony, what a fucking segue. Yeah. Can I? Say and then, and then, was? 90 seconds later, Osai, who mm. played yeah. a big role for them down the stretch, his life is going to be different forever. And that, and I always say this when something like this happens. Maybe better. You can sometimes you can use adversity. I don't think so. Okay. He's not a quarterback. He's not somebody like hey, Osai pushing Mahomes out of bounds. That's a penalty. And at that point, you know Bucker's going to kick that ball through the uprights. It just and I thought he tore his ACL. He's lucky he didn't. Dude, Turns out it, it was awful. maybe he maybe he wishes he did because then everybody's like, man, I'm sorry. Instead of like Jermaine Pratt walking in the locker room, like, why the fuck would you touch the quarterback? That's my last game. Jermaine Pratt is a free agent. Like. He's so you just I felt so bad for him. You could see him on the sideline sobbing. And if if you want to know why NFL players make so much money, it's not just because of the supply and demand aspect of it. It's not just because of the fact that we 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 are rare athletes and people playing a really violent, dangerous game and people are entertained by it. It's also because there's a lot of risk reputationally. Okay, like you you want to know why 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 it's hard to be a pro athlete? He woke up yesterday morning and he was playing a nice role on a team that might end up in the Super Bowl. He woke up this morning. He was hoping he would make a big play, and then and his whole and they were right at the sticks. So I don't know if he's thinking the sticks are important. It's and not everybody knew his name in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. But he he will never forget this. He might never live this down. There are plays it's like Brandon Bostic. I'm being honest in games, and this is like in the Super Bowl we won. There are plays that haunt me because I didn't make them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just they stick in my head. And sometimes I'll be getting out of the shower and I'll be like, "What if I made that play? How how different would my life be?" This guy lost them the game, and it's not just losing them the game. They were there last year. The exhaustion of going to the Super Bowl, getting this close again. The Bengals, you know, their franchise history, taking that into context. 
this guy's life has changed forever. And I just, I feel really bad for him. Yeah, I feel really bad for him. The Evan Washburn, Zach Taylor interview in the tunnel Mm -hmm. after the team. I didn't see it. was really telling of the vibe inside the locker room. Yeah. You know, for the first time all week, I felt bad for the Bengals. Just awful. So fire country. Um, Coming up next. The Super Bowl. Well, what'd you guys Fire think of country. the sweaty, handsome guy in a Carhartt outfit? Kelsey. Is entombed in flames. Yeah. <laughs> what'd you think of uh, Kelsey post game? He's uh, a wrestler. He's amazing. Entertaining, and yet I'm I'm good for the next couple weeks on the Kelsey Bowl. Well, you'll get it Same. in two weeks. Same. Like, like we, we <laughs> love Jason. <laughs> love I love great. Travis, but yeah. ease up on the Kelsey. I used yeah. to hate the graphics with you and me on them. Same. I think that might be why I hate it even more. Yeah, because it's just like okay. I've seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. When Patrick was doing his interview with Tracy Wolfson after the game. Uh, she was out of breath. She's yeah, a, she couldn't land that plane. Yeah. By the way. You could tell she was trying to get to the end of the question. Just I, gi- I give Tracy credit. I think she's, she's awesome. She is a, a stalwart awesome. in this uh, industry. But we, uh, we treadmilled next to each other really? uh, during the NCAA tournament. I bet she year. crushed you. Oh, yeah. She's a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, she, yeah. I will say that. I wish Patrick had the opportunity to just speak by himself without being interrupted a few times. Because yeah. it was a, it was an iconic. What we witnessed was 08 U.S. Open Tiger. We we witnessed MJ mm-hmm. flu game. We witnessed all that in, in a football game. He had a high ankle or something like that before the Raiders game last year. He torched them. Like he, there's. If you look back, we we got fooled, man. We got fucking bamboozled, hoodwinked, let us try. thought he was. No, I mean, like, this guy was supposed to be hurt. He wasn't hurt. I mean, he's hurt, but... And I think about the one missed throw over the middle where he threw it behind MVS, and that would have been another 50-yard pop for MVS and maybe a touchdown. Yep. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Let's let's preview this game, because it's going to be really fun. I, I would make the argument... As an Eagles fan, I was sitting there like, who would you rather play? And honestly, I think you'd have rather played the Bengals. So for me, I wanted the Bengals to win because of the money, but also because I think it's a better matchup for the, the Eagles. matchup for the D-line and the O-line and that. Think about it. Like, the, the Eagles D-line would feast on that O-line. Yes. Even though the, I think they've some guys have filled in admirably, all that stuff, they would feast on them. Um, you know, a, a, another thing is... They obviously have their way with everybody, by right, the way. But, but, but I think Kansas City's O-line can at least put up a fight. Andy Reid can scheme around a little bit. Um, the run game worries me a little bit, uh, but when when you're when I mean from the Chiefs' perspective, when you're the Eagles, you're getting ready to play Cincinnati. Who scares the living shit out of you up front defensively? Nobody. What makes them strong is they have a bunch of good players. Um, but when you get ready to play the Chiefs, you're going to be spending. And we just got done talking about it all week, talking about Chris Jones. You also have Travis Kelsey. Uh, and what are you going to double him with Maddox and somebody over the top? But like that kind of worries me a little bit, you know, the, the middle of the field worries me a little bit. 
Kelsey, uh, you, would you rather take your chances with Chase and Higgins? You know, you got two really good corners. Um, so there's a lot of reasons that I think the Eagles might have rather seen the, the Bengals. And the line opens up. I saw it's like a pick them someplace. The Eagles, I had an Eagles minus one and a half was my guess. But then I saw something last night where maybe the Chiefs were favored. Wow. Your, your guess was good because it's settled at Eagles minus two right now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they, and and – Patrick gets two weeks. Travis gets two weeks. Andy gets two Sneed. weeks. Those are the three things. Sneed, yes. Gay, Tony, Sneed Smith, Hardman, all of massive. them. But they, but they're all hurt. You know, they all left the game. I guess so. You know, there, there's a, a whole bunch to consider you here. Need these two weeks so bad. You need these two weeks worse if you're the Chiefs. Yes. Well, Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson. Yeah, but they, they also they, get the two weeks. They've been fine, but and they've been great. They've been better than good. Well, Jalen was okay yesterday, but like, physically, but, but physically he looks fine. Yeah. Spags blitzing hurts and and varying the looks and trying to mess with his eyes. That's going to be, be a lot of different multiple looks. So one thing they do is they put Karloftis at nose. They put Chris Jones at end, which is going to be interesting to see because Lane Lane I think will get on. Chris That's Jones. interesting. Um, and then at the left tackle, they put Frank Clark. So they have three defensive ends, and then they fill in between the A and the B gaps with the two linebackers. Interested to see if there's going to be a spy. What are they going to do on the read option? How are they going to play? All this stuff. I mean, God, I can't wait to go back and look at this stuff yep. this week. Yep, no question. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great game. And again, like maybe the two best teams in football. No matter how we've tried to think around it, these are blue blood football teams. These are great football teams, and uh, and 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 I think it's going to be a great game. I do. So I, I, you know, like all I can say is and thank God it's a neutral site. We'll get, yeah, right. We'll get into previewing this. Can you imagine if that wasn't at Burrowhead Stadium last night and that was at fucking the Mercedes Benz <laughs> Dome? How much that game was? Yeah, but like suck? the Super Bowl, if it was in Philly, it would be so advantage Philly. If it was in Kansas City, I think it would be so advantage Kansas City. You're pro neutral site Super Bowls. Super Bowls. Yeah, Super yeah. Bowls. Okay. So let's get, let's get those uh, camera wires out the way for Brett Kern. That too. How about that? Fox didn't say anything about it. We didn't it. get a replay of it either. I got to see I got to see Gronk yesterday. I got to see Terry. I got to see Jimmy. How Howie, Howie. St- Strahan. How I did get to see Howie. Who? Gronk? Gronk still he's he's lean. He okay. He's lean. Yeah, we got I got a big hug and a picture. I was like, man, you might he, we're both skinnier. But yeah. like uh yeah, Gronk, I got to say Jimmy, he had he had a couple of his Heineken's uh <laughs> TB, the whole gang. So it was really cool to see them. I'll see them again in uh, in Phoenix. Yeah, so we'll see them next week. We'll see them in Phoenix. So that that listen, we're gonna get into previewing this thing a little bit deeper. Do you have an initial lean, guys? Philly. Yeah. I'm leaning toward Kansas City. I just think they're a team of destiny right now. Yes. You're gonna have to tie break us. Surprise, surprise, I'm leaning Philly. I mean like I just I don't know. What if what if what if Philly's just awesome? Yeah, they all just, I keep thinking about is AJ. Brown. It's hard because this I keep is, thinking about AJ. Brown. It's such a weird year this year in the NFL. It felt like in some ways certain teams didn't get challenged. You know, if you look back at Philly, a couple of their biggest wins here: San Francisco, no quarterback. They beat the Giants. The Giants aren't great, right? So the path hasn't been incredibly difficult. Like, what's their biggest regular season win of the the year? Great question. Yeah, it's they beat Cooper Rush. <laughs> Maybe what they beat it, uh, Kirk Cousins. They be, you know it's yeah. week two. I I think uh, there's reason to to be skeptical, but there's part of my brain that's also saying like, is this one of the best teams in the in recent history? Yeah. Like if you look at them on paper, sure they haven't been tested in a lot of ways, but might that also because it be because they're a victim of their own like quality of of play, like they've just dominated people. 
They're really good. They're where are the holes in this in this team? And Jalen got hurt. They could be sixteen and one. Maddox came back. He's a great football player, man. And and just like they, they they're healthy, the whole thing. So I I just think they have so much Super Bowl experience on this Chiefs roster. Yeah. Um, and I know there's Super Bowl overlap in Philadelphia as well, yeah. but I just I can't deny Andy Reid's experience. I can't deny Patrick Mahomes' greatness. Yes. I can't deny Travis Kelsey's ability to get open when he's not open. Yep. Um, this is going to be so much fun to watch, and the fact that you're an Eagle Super Bowl winner, yep. and I'm a, you a know, chief, uh, an, an AFC West, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, uh, my question to you is... You know, what, buddies with these guys, your buddies with those yeah, guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. What's the total? I was going to guess it should be pretty high. I think it should be like 50. 52. What do you think, Mike? I said 51 initially. Golly day, 49. 49 sounds good, too. 49. 49 and a half. I'm taking the over. Taking the over. Yeah. You just have to think about Mahomes. Like, they just haven't seen a Mahomes. You know? There's going to be some 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 mismatches that they're going to exploit. You he know who probably as... hasn't seen Mahomes? Kayvon Thibodeau. No, I've never heard of him. <laughs> who is he? <laughs> who is he? We're not just heading into big game season. We're heading into big ad season. And it doesn't get much bigger than this. Two of the most iconic beer brands are about to make history this year. Coors Light and Miller Light are facing off for airtime in the big game after a 30-year absence. But the big mystery is, who will win? We're Team Miller Light around here, so we're rooting for them to be the big winner. But every little detail of the ad is completely under wraps until the actual game. So you just have to watch on game day and find out what happens with the rest of us. With a Miller Light in hand, of course. The big game hasn't been this refreshing in 30 years. Be sure to tune in to see which of these beer giants reign supreme. And don't forget to pick up some Miller Lite to enjoy during the game. Get Miller Lite delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to MillerLite.com Greenlight. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Let's go mentions real quick. Best flight. (laughs) (laughs) Tough one. I got it. Um, I mean, the Sixers won at home. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I saw their flight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was on the tarmac, and they were on the tarmac. All the buses Did they have it wrapped in Niner stuff? No, it was just just like a fucking generic rental. U.S. Air. It was a FedEx plane. Let's go on vacation. That was a... That was a bummer. Okay, I don't have. I don't have a. I don't have. Shania. I don't have a. I don't have a best flight. I'm gonna go worst flight. Your flight home must have been good. Flight home from Philly. I was tired as fuck, man. I was so happy to be there, but I was so tired. But I was did you so get ready. No delays. Home. No, not really. No, I, I've no. got a That's best a plus. plane ride. So my buddy Jonathan Jones. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. Love he's Jonathan. The, he's Jones. the lead insider at CBS. He's on the big show now, NFL Today, and he oh. got to travel to Kansas City this week, and he flew on the jet with, Good the, deal. with the big guys. Good deal. So best plane ride, JJ. I love JJ. Got to experience Arrowhead uh, for the first Arrowhead. time. Worst plane ride, the CBS and Fox crews who are usually in studio that had to go to the games. So they're yeah. used to going to the studio every week. Now they got to go to some No, dad was so happy it was Philly. Place. But dad was so happy it was Philly because it could have been the West Coast. You yeah. wouldn't have got to see the kids, the whole thing. Like, it's funny, behind the scenes, you can kind of see where these guys want, you know, what they want to happen. Uh, dad, for like weeks, was like, God, I hope Philly wins. Like, you know, it'd be great to be back on the East Coast and see the boys. And then, like, for the ratings, 
I feel like Kansas City is a much better poll for them, yep. you know, because they have the Super Bowl this year. That Cincinnati w- would have been great, but, you know, KC, they just, yeah. it's different. Worst plane ride, also San Francisco 49ers. That's oh. a long way, and it was a bummer. It was a bummer. Big I bummer. mean, it was a huge bummer. And you're just like, how much longer can we keep this window open? Like, they've had it open for years now, and they just keep falling short because of a bunch of... Also bad plane ride, the, the, the guy next to Osai who's trying Osai. to keep him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. there are only so many times you can say, you hey, can say, hey, man, you're going to learn from this. It'll get better. No, you won't. Sometimes, It'll... hey, listen, this is a terrible thing that happened to you. Traumatic. I'll talk to you on descent. Yeah. That would be my, yeah. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry to possibly derail the mentions, but Tom Brady, 49ers, question mark? You know, I've heard it for a maybe. while. You know, I, I thought that was a lot less likely, uh, but they're back at square one. So I don't know. Well, and then you got the Trey Lance thing. Give me are we, we going to get me a, that fucking guy? Give me a hot take uh, on who should be the 49ers quarterback. Well, now that hot it's, take? it's either, yeah. it's got to be either uh, a hot take. Derek Carr, Justin Fields. Nah, but close. <laughs> That'd have been fun. I'm kidding. I was joking. God, hit, hit us with it. That's a hot take, right? Trey Lance. Hell yeah, that is hot. That's pretty scorching hot take. Yeah, Same scorching. guy. People saying Purdy or Brady. Same guy. Trey that's Lance. That's Margot Robbie hot. Yeah. What is up with this thing? What do you mean? Everybody seems <laughs> it's a to viral be meme this Margot weekend. Robbie. It's a it's a viral meme right now yeah. where they, it's like a gotcha journalism mm-hmm. oh. where they show a beautiful picture of Margot Robbie and then a picture of some relief pitcher from the Met. Darren Ruff is now dating <coughs> Margot Robbie. No, it's it gonna be me. that's gonna be Sitsi Pass. It was Isaiah Hodgins yesterday, <laughs> yeah, and his teammate said, "This is not true. I if would it kill were, him. I would cut his legs off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Margot that. Robbie's an ableist? I love that. All right. Um, Hollow Man, it's obviously Osai. Uh, or it's the mayor. It's, yes. Wait a week. Yes. Dummy. Yeah. That was bad. That was... that that. It was the mayor who's the Hollow Man. He is the reason that they lost uh, the, the paternity test. You fucking goofball. It was a little aggressive. And then just wait the week. Hey, yeah. blurp out the F word. Okay. I want to retweet that because the guy's a goofball. He's cringe. And I hope people can all agree here like there is nobody in america that's like that was cool when he i did figured that. he wasn't actually the mayor i think joe it. burrow was like uh cringe what are you the mayor of quahog dude you made up town yeah. some fucking no it's cincinnati fake. they should recall right. him there's a process they can kick him out of office get him they out should. i don't think any bingo recall that mayor about. if you're a cincinnati bengal are you pumped seeing that video no i up? bet he stole Mm-mm. the election recall yeah he probably did Fucking mm. bastard. America Bacal. <laughs> what do mayors do? Not a lot. Yeah, I, th- I thought that might yeah, be the case. Cut ribbons. He probably he keeps the day scissors. job, right, while yeah. being the mayor. I kind of want to be the mayor. Yeah. I want to be the sheriff. Just I have a big, a lot big more... thing of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody the, else will have the do ribbon. Do? Yeah. do you have a pair of scissors or do you have... A scissor. You have a big, big scissor. You have. You put you it. You call it's, it you, a pair of scissors. You put or it a in scissor? the. You put it in the back of your Kia because you, you don't get paid a lot to be the mayor. It's a good question. It's a pair of scissors. One pair say, of scissors. Do you have a scissor? I'm like, yeah, I got two of them. They make a pair. No Kia shade though. They're beautiful cars. You're talking about Kias? Yeah. Do we get to the bottom of the okay, Kia theft? So Bevel Conway. It's San Francisco and the Eagles. It is. Yep. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Chiefs versus Bengals. No. I loved it. The, okay. You, you think about Arrowhead. You think about how beautiful that stadium was. It was night the entire game. Yeah. It wasn't one of those evening games where it's oh. daytime. 
You know what I mean? I got a Bevel Conway. The Philadelphia Eagles, the way they set that city on fire, dude, it was. I, I rolled in. I know Matt saw the same thing because he was up there. Oh. Yeah. I've given they him two opportunities to talk about why. Uh, but he, he was up there. He saw this. When you pull into the city, we pulled in Friday night, and it was all the buildings were green. Like all the lights. Oh, and, like the and, Empire State Building in New York. Yeah. Well, for the kids, <laughs> was it was really funny. cool. Uh, you would poo-poo that, but you can't poo-poo the drone show. Did you see the drone show? Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. It was cool. They had like the Eagles uh, logo. It's like a hundred drones. Yeah. And some of them turn off and turn on. So like one logo would turn into Big another flash. logo. It was crazy. Like a Chinese military display. Have yes. You seen those? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're kind of approaching that in yeah. Philly. I have a question. When you when you uh, We're ascend. We're on the verge of a real Super Bowl, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> when you ascend the pole. World domination. <laughs> and then you descend the pole. Yeah. Do, you get, do you get arrested when you get down the, the pole? Or everybody's the like, I don't know. I've never been. Uh, been doing how many like relationships cool. in philadelphia have you started at the top of a pole i don't know uh <laughs> like, how'd you get up here well why'd you go up here well, the eagles yeah. man, the fucking birds birds uh it's bang the the uh bevel conway tennessee vols basketball unis look them up i'll never forget my parents after the nfc championship game in 17 had to walk like a mile through all that like back to their hotel and they were like this is this is uh, Mad Max out here. Well, it's like, what did you expect? What did you expect? Um, but yeah, okay, so what do you got? Kyle, you pick the next one. Fly on the wall? Yeah. I would have loved to have been in the Bengals locker room upon entry after the, you know, when those guys came back in the locker room. Yeah. I want to know who's a good guy, who's a bad guy based on their reactions to a teammate making a boneheaded play, which we've all fucking We've made. all done it. They just picked um, a bad time. And and some players made it more obvious about their character before they even entered the locker room. Yep. Fly on the wall headset when Josh Johnson goes down. <laughs> Is Purdy available? What are, Fly on the wall. What are How doing? drunk was Stetson Bennett? I want to know. I, I wish I, I could have seen. 7 a.m. and banging on doors. Yeah. I think we know. Okay. Uh, St. Louis Memorial. I'm going to give that to Joel Santos. He works at Fox and he handles the TV uh, music and uh, he loves my morning jacket. And mm-hmm. he's the guy I've been wondering for so long who's playing chance. jacket into the into the commercials. We'll do one big holiday. It'll be the layup line. Yeah, Joel Santos is the guy. Supposedly, Joel Santos was sitting in the production room one time and was like, Howie, you ever heard of this band, My Morning Jacket? And Dad was like, I've seen him at Red Rocks. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the coolest thing you've ever said, Dad. Wow. Shout out to Dad for standing it with GP out at Red Rocks. Uh, everybody was on acid except my parents, I think. And uh, just, their seats were like 100 feet away to the left, and I was just watching them because the lights were like illuminating Dad's flat top, and it was a bunch of <laughs> hippies and shit, and then it was just Dad and Mom. That's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was awesome. Balling in obscurity, that... uh. Sam Hubbard gets hands-on balls. Shout out Kobe. Another big recovery. Yeah. Recovery king. Big gulps, huh? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go. All right. STL Memorial yeah. for me would be Joe Tooney in the screen game. Okay. Um, when Joe Tooney first came to the Chiefs, all of our installations done by Andy Heck in the O-line room showed New England screens, and we essentially let Joe Tooney teach. Oh, that's cool. Um so there's a look into one of the longest tenured O-line coaches, one of the most respected and best guys. He played in the league. 
he lets guys that he deems responsible enough coach uh, when the when the time's necessary. And you saw it happen in the game. Joe Tooney, great release, great block downfield. That's Tail Memorial. When you were when you were destroying doors, who did he let coach the room? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't against him. <laughs> okay, that was against. That was all my best behavior. Chicago doors. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I never got to coach. <laughs> you never, you were like waiting. That's why like, I was never a captain. Is this my day? That's why I was never a captain. No, the, it just depends. You know, like sometimes they'll say the players voted, but I know the coaches voted. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Game ball. Patrick Mahomes. I'll go Butker. Uneven season, scored 11 points. I would like to give my game ball to Julie Freimeyer, who is not the head trainer for the Kansas City Chiefs, but she is the head trainer, if you know what I'm saying. Like, Rick Burkholder is the head trainer. He oversees everything. Julie works with Patrick Mahomes. God, got it. And when when Patrick went down with that ankle last week, I know for a fact that he drove across the parking lot to the facility. Yeah. And Julie was there on call. On that ankle, he whatever, drove on what, that ankle? whatever yeah. plans they had, you know, all week was canceled. Julie canceled all her plans to be with Patrick. And uh, I, I know that's why those guys are able to show up and show around up. the clock. Fly on the wall. Julie Freimeyer. Hey, it's it's actually a low ankle, but are we going to keep telling everybody it's a high ankle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Patrick, you need to drive across the street. Yeah. It's a low ankle, dude. Just drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, it's, it's, it's coming up. The the big game. Yeah, don't you dare. The Kelsey Bowl. The Kelsey Bowl. So uh, here we go. Two hope, Kelseys. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend, and uh, we will be back uh, midweek. Matt Nagy revenge game from the double. Matt coin. Nagy revenge game. That's our. Be there. Be square, yeah. Kyle. Peace. Take care. Wow.